0: in the morning when you want the news you need the front page every hour on the press box nothing's writing on this except the uh, first
1: amendment the constitution freedom of the press and maybe the future of the country not that any of that matters and now
2: the news
3: aaron judge hit his 61st home run of the season yesterday he has tied roger maris For the most home runs hit by a
0: Yankee. Yay. Do you care? Okay. I mean, really? Okay.
3: Yes, in the sense that he's hit 60 home runs and that that's Bonds, McGuire, Sosa, Maris, Ruth, and now Judge, right? Like, that's that's a big deal that he's hit 60. In a
4: contract year?
3: That only five people have ever done it before, right? right? But I do not care that he tied... The American League single-season home run record, like to me, 61 and 60, there's no difference between those two. And again, he tied. Even if we were making a big deal out about about catching Roger Maris, he hasn't passed him yet. Why That's do we care true. about him tying the record? weren't you upset that ESPN kept cutting in? Yes, they cut <laughs> yes. into other sporting <laughs> into events, other sporting non-baseball, events. like ah, college football. <laughs> ah, you don't care. Here's well, Aaron Judge. No Aaron hitters, Jones. though,
4: or for perfect games. Not 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 in the
3: college football games. They might cut into a baseball game and do it. I just listen. It's very I my first time like when I became a baseball fan, it was Maguire Sosa Bonds, right? That's when I was like, oh, baseball. So I like the fact somebody hitting 60 home runs is cool, but making this big of a deal about tying Roger Maris, not even passing him yet, tying him is kind of
0: ridiculous to me. How about the two dudes with oh. the gloves? Oh, <laughs> oh!
4: Wasn't one of named Frankie these... Lasagna or oh, something like goodness. that? They
0: know his
2: name?
4: Yeah, apparently yeah. it's yeah, been going viral. I
2: think his—I don't know his first name, but his last name was Lasagna. Literally,
4: Frankie Lasagna. I don't
0: know if I should believe either. <laughs> <of you right laughs> Wait, now. All right, are you saying the guy who missed this—that's th- his name? Yeah. Apparently. At You're least that's what was a float-
2: lot of money. That's what was floating around on Twitter.
3: This guy gave out a fake name, no doubt about it, because he didn't brilliant. want to be known oh, as the guy 100%. who dropped the ball. You guys are right. Who was the
4: guy at the town hall meeting during the political season four years ago? It was like Ken Burns or whatever. The sweater just took out a whole life of his own.
3: <laughs> I have no Frankie idea. Frankie Lasagna. He app ab- that is absolutely a fake name.
4: If that's his real name. He we, was, gotta, we gotta have him on the show.
3: He was like, "I need to come up with a fake name so nobody knows no, who I nobody am." Nobody knows. who yeah. so I, I the am. drop the, the, ball the only thing he that came to his mind to be there. was yeah. what he ate for mm. dinner, and it was lasagna there. But man, you bring a glove, and he had the glove, and it hit your glove. Kind of, yeah. It was tough. Yeah, I'm glad low. they didn't
4: go over the side because that could easily be bent done as well.
3: I should have done it.
0: Frankie could have. Frankie could have fallen over that. I. I think it's a tough catch. It is. I'm not it's saying it's catch. an
3: easy catch, but you bring your glove, you're sitting front row. But, well, they're behind the
2: bullpen, but yeah. you're sitting front row. I think you sacrifice your body. I, and th- make I that think catch. Danny might be right. Like, you make that catch. Especially you, you, you fall.
4: But you're falling forward and then you're going neck first? No, because ev- baseball? eventually
2: you'll flip, maybe land on your back or your feet, whatever. <laughs> eventually you'll <laughs> what? Are you a catch. Eventually. Yeah. Because if you figure you're leaning over, you, got, you go this way. So eventually you'll correct yourself maybe right. but you got to you got to sacrifice I still for the ball. agree no. with Lindsay
0: that you're going head first and you might crack your skull.
4: Yeah, or uh, your neck or it's just yeah. no. No, 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 no. It was a laser too. It that's, wasn't a it wasn't a poof home run. It's
3: that's all of those potential bodily harms better than the embarrassment of having to be Frankie lasagna and you missed the ball. Game. And
2: also first of all if there's a potential of catching that ball, I'm not bringing a baseball glove. I'm bringing a fishing net. <laughs> so that it is the size of a basketball hoop and I can stretch an extra six to eight feet.
4: We get like a fitted can sheet and have everybody hold it up. <laughs> Absolutely.
3: If I... can... It's coming right at you. Yeah, but velocity, you got velocity 110.
2: But you got like seven to eight seconds to make a decision. What? Maybe five. Not even.
4: That thing coming was that on that there facet, within I less than no. three seconds. Yeah.
3: yeah. I don't... I'm on board with the fishing net. I don't know if you have enough time to extend it.
4: To go on a limit, say Frankie and Lasagna isn't exactly the peak athlete that is uh, on display on the field in front of him either. Reaction that. time might be a little All bit lower. All the more
2: reason to have a fishing net, right? Oh no, on board with Could've it, but you're not gonna have
4: time to adjust. It. You're not
2: well, you Well, you don't need to because well, some of them already come like with the full extender, but some of them you can change it. So just get the full one and then you just you know grip up on it. <laughs>
3: It would have been great. Two strikes, you're gripping up. If some, if somebody had a fishing net and it was like ten rows over their head, and they just stuck it up. (laughs) That would be phenomenal.
4: (laughs) Grinch style. Whoops. Wow. Sorry. Um. I got
3: you. Thank you. Sorry.
2: Sorry.
3: Oh, Lindsay hasn't heard that before. (laughs) No, I haven't. I mean, you've heard it, but not on our show. Yeah,
4: it's brilliant. Justin
3: Emerson swallowing his tongue, trying to ask Mark Uh, Stone a question. Uh, Lights FC. We'll have a $5,000 cash drop this Friday. The game is against New Mexico. 200 fans running around on field to try to collect cash. I don't believe it's getting dropped from a helicopter again.
4: No. They've done that in the no? past. What if they... it's windy? What,
0: what are
3: they going to do? Last year, I think they just somehow had it thrown out on the field. Like, walking around, throwing it up in the air? Yeah, because they, they had one season where they got in trouble. They should the put it in program. the capsule oh, where you get in that little, there.
4: like, shower and it just blows around. You have to grab it, like, stuff it down your shirt and stuff, but like you Matilda. you can't get 200 people in there. That's true, but you could get 200 of the pods.
3: That's a lot of money. This is a... Uh,
2: not- See, what, the, what they should do is person. just put it all in, like, a really big balloon and then just, like, lift Ooh. the balloon up and just pop it <laughs> and just let it go. Ooh. <laughs>
3: Might be pretty good. I'm telling you, I got good balloon. ideas this morning. Here's, going darts at the balloon? I've got confirmation. Yeah, maybe. Oh. It's, it's being blown out of their confetti blasters.
4: Okay. Nice.
3: So if you've been to a lights game, they got big confetti guns, basically, right. that shoot yeah. confetti. They're apparently going to stuff the cash in there okay. and shoot the cash They should money the rolls
4: air. out of the t-shirt cannon. Long range. And you could test what your theory you about the Aaron Judge, you know, catching the ball. You yeah. Get, get that, you uh, get that. Lasagna. Yeah. Yeah. Catch one of those. Exactly.
3: You should, how much, it's five minutes long. How much money do you think you could get in five minutes? There's a hundred, there's, there's 199 other people. Yeah. It's like ones, fives, tens, maybe there's a 50 or a hundred. 5,000
0: people? 200. Me, 200 people. $5,000 for 200 people? Are they all people?
4: adults or they're kids? Like who's involved? Am I going to be able to throw some elbows? It or? doesn't matter.
0: Probably all adults.
2: I'm pushing. Oh yeah.
4: I put my, I like wrap yeah. myself in tape and then I just start rolling on the ground. That's what I do.
3: I think it's going to fall off.
2: So no. are you going to sit the tape. entire first half with tape Yeah, all hell yeah. You? I'll
4: stand up cuz I don't want to lose any stickiness.
2: You can walk in with the
3: tape. Literally. It's not like they're going to mm-hmm. stop you from bringing it down. No, I'm going to I mean, You
4: tape yourself up. Yeah, I guess. I think you could get some real damage done with that. I think
3: you'd get a lot more dirt and grass than Who cares? I can just go okay well, to to get it, yeah. take a
4: shower in a very nice luxury no, 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 place. No, I'm saying
3: you're getting like a $1 bill stuck to you and the rest hey. is dirt. also She's also
2: getting a lot of bugs.
4: There's no bugs here.
2: (laughs) Sure, there are.
4: Next question. Standing in your corner. Next question. Oh, hi, Jared.
2: Brett Favre's charity
3: gave money to Southern Miss's volleyball program. So Brett Favre has a charity called Favre for Hope. Uh, In a three-year span, they gave $130,000 to the Southern Miss volleyball program. Uh, That's when his daughter played there. The Favre for Hope Foundation has a mission statement to support disadvantaged children and cancer patients. Uh, I'm guessing that that had nothing to do with the Southern Miss Volleyball team. That foundation also gave $60,000 to Oak Grove High School in 2015, which is where his daughter went to high school. So Brett Favre was pulling money from everywhere but his own checking
0: account to pay for Southern Miss Volleyball. I don't know. How much illegal stuff he did? It appears he did some. All I know is why more. isn't Southern Miss winning the national championship in <laughs> volleyball? Because they're getting more money than everybody. The most well-supported. And why isn't? Player. I hope Oak Grove won a bunch of state titles.
4: Do I burn I mean, his jersey now? Do I put it through you? a shredder? Like I have oh, I one. Think,
0: you have one on. The, I have a have I Vikings,
4: Vikings fire jersey, and I think it's time. Yes. Which which uh, route do you think of destruction? Oh,
3: definitely burning. Burn, burn it. it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The shredder. Them. First off, do you have a good shredder? Because be I have like, a paper shredder. I don't think, the that I don't think that's. Can go- I can just it cut it up with
4: some scissors.
3: That's not. That's not going to be as. Yeah. Um, no.
4: I don't want to start a fight. Like it's a Toss fire it in hazard. The trash can. Trash can. Yeah. Oh, you in. have to like literally destroy it. What a douche canoe.
3: It's it's incredible. It's one point three million he got from the welfare fund. Not all of that yeah. went to Southern Miss, but one point three million in total. And now. They find out that the athletic had the report on him giving that money. By the way, and daughter daughter's not there anymore, but last year, Southern Miss Volleyball went 11 and
0: 17. Kansas, okay, he He's goes spending the money in the wrong places.
4: <laughs> Seriously. Mike, <My. laughs>
0: 11 <laughs> and 17, and they got that much money from this guy? You gotta <sighs> cheat better.
2: Okay, are you proud of yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Are uh, you proud of yourself? Yeah, Fox backs me. Well, yeah. And to be honest, to be honest. That. No, no, selection? that's enough. That's enough. Next question, please.
3: The Chargers placed Joey Bosa on IR yesterday. Means he's got to miss at least four games. They said they expect him to come back this season. They already lost their left tackle, Rashawn Slater, for the rest of the year with an injury. Uh, Justin Herbert obviously playing through some sort of painful injury with his
0: rib cartilage. Um, this team's doomed.
4: Yeah, they're just yeah.
0: they're just done for. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're lo- they're not losing people; they're losing the people. Right. Yeah. Yeah, this is not, ah, he's a corner that we were hoping right. was going to be good. These are their, like, best
3: players at the most important position.
4: And Herbie will continue to play, and so that's never going to heal. and it's He's just no. going to be in pain yeah. the whole time. He's not fully loaded any longer. His left tackle's gone. Yeah, exactly. <gasps> Run, Forrest. I, Run.
2: I feel bad for the Chargers.
4: I do, too. I kind of mm. picked them to be yeah. hot to trot this year.
3: I feel bad for him they put together a good roster. They think they've got the young quarterback to do so, and we're three weeks in, and all of their important players are hurt.
4: Bronco's wild card berth looking better and better every week.
3: <laughs> oh, God. If Nathaniel Hackett makes a wild card, <laughs> this guy. Not out of the realm of possibility, playoffs, guys. I want him in the playoffs. It's going to be great content. Yeah. How he screws up the a game. Management game management and how yeah. he messes
4: up. We'll hire up. two more people because the pressure will be higher. <laughs>
2: Step back one-legged. What kind of shot? Have you ever shot that shot? Do you work on that shot. When?
3: I don't know if this is the best quote I've ever heard from a player or the worst, but this is Alabama linebacker Will Anderson to Sports Illustrated. He said, "I tell people all the time, the audacity for other people to even step on the field is disrespectful to me." I tell people that all the time, and people ask me what motivates me, and I say the audacity for the fans to show up and for the team to come step on the field and play with us. So that's kind of like my own little thing in my
0: head that I go through. Oh. Might be the greatest quote. I don't know why you don't like that quote.
3: I can't decide if it's the greatest or the worst. He's like I offended. Gonna say the former. My brain hurts. The, that other players are gonna step yes. on
0: the field against yes. him.
4: How dare you exist! <laughs> He's delusional. It's great.
0: It's, well, it's he's delusional, but it's a great of quote.
4: self-importance.
0: <laughs> Some of the best quotes are delusional. You think
4: like, Saban was pumped to hear about this? Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> like, you oh. know that he... What the Nick hell Saban are you just doing? just started saying
0: day-to-day. Day. Well, yeah. there was that... Lane Kiffin
3: gave the quote a couple years ago about... He was like, yeah, when I was at Alabama, we'd show up and we'd look at the other team and be like, they don't have a chance. There's no right. chance. They cannot beat us. And, like... Apparently that's what Will, Ander- Will Anderson just thinks it's offensive that you even showed up to the game. Will Anderson thinks the team should watch Alabama on film and be like, ha, can't beat them. We're going to forfeit. Yeah.
4: yeah. Which be just tremendous. play by yourself. I want to see Will Anderson ghosts.
0: against Georgia this year. Uh,
3: <laughs> let's uh, get him in the NFL after this year and see if he's still offended by yes. NFL players showing up. I hope he gives that quote <laughs> with you. He gives some great.
4: confidence in our secondary of that, Elk.
3: Uh, OTAs is a
4: rookie oh, yeah.
0: would be these phenomenal. Guys even playing against me?
3: <laughs> great. All right. The front page brought to you by the Suncoast Hotel and Casino. Bonkers Comedy Club, a new comedy show. Shows every night at 7 and 9.30. Front page. Brought to you by the Suncoast Hotel and Casino and Bonkers Comedy. And faking the pitch
2: is Brumfield. He's going to go for the home run ball. Far side of the field. Got a man open. Kyle Williams makes the catch and goes out of bounds right near the 30-yard line. First and goal from the six. Brumfield throwing for the end zone. And the pass is caught by Kyle Williams for a Rebel touchdown. Over the shoulder catch. Great pass.
0: We're back to
1: the Press Box Morning Show with Ed Graney and Tyler Bischoff.
0: Coming
3: up a little bit later in the show, we got tickets to go see Eddie Vetter and tickets to 7-0 brew so stay tuned for that lindsey brown in today um we got a little bit of college football dennis dodd cbs sports had a story yesterday and this is the lead to a story the big tens continued pursuit of four pac-12 schools is leading to concern that another round of expansion could collapse the pac-12 industry sources tell cbs sports the four schools are oregon Washington, Cal, and Stanford that the Big Ten could apparently pursue from the Pac-12. Do you believe that we are close to another round of expansion, realignment, that those four would end up joining the Big Ten? Yeah,
0: and I don't think they're standing pat. They've already met with them. They've already met with that conference. So I don't think they're standing pat. I think we are close, and uh, I know we're going to talk about this, but I think ultimately, as these schools start jumping, it could benefit the Mountain West in the long run. I mean, could, I, don't know how yeah. much, I don't know how much it's going to benefit them if it's Oregon State and Washington State. I like Oregon State, but if those are the two that's left, you know, out to dry, there's not going to be a Pac-12 and they're going to need somewhere to go.
4: Yeah, there's going to be a loser in this. There's going to be somebody right. that has to basically die off. And, and it's just, it seemed like they had too many good schools that needed to make that jump, especially with the expedition of the pandemic and everything. It's just completely changed the timing of all of it. So
3: the Potential events that could happen, according to Dennis Dodd's story, Oregon, Washington, Cal, and Stanford leave the Pac-12 for the Big Ten. And then the Big 12 would come in and add Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah. Mm -hmm. And that would leave just two teams left over in the Pac-12, Washington State and Oregon State. And those two schools would join the Mountain West in this chain of events that would see the Pac-12 completely disappear. I'm going to tell you why I don't believe this is happening anytime soon. Number one, television money. Mm -hmm. Big Ten's already signed with Fox, CBS, and NBC. Those deals are done. They cannot get any more money from those television partners simply if they add more schools. Now, this story alludes to the Big Ten looking for another media rights partner like Amazon for a streaming service, (laughs) right? So they would probably have one Saturday game, hey, this is specifically on Amazon and that is one way the big 10 could negotiate and try to get more money but here's the thing if i'm amazon or whatever streaming service do i really care about oregon washington cal and stanford like to Whoa. me is the big 10 more valuable for me to pay for to stream their games if they have oregon washington cal and stanford no
0: but do you think other big 10 teams are are valuable enough they've already so here's the thing they've already talked to
3: amazon, amazon. yeah the amazon yeah. and the big 10 have already talked and the big 10 right. rejected them because they didn't think Amazon offered enough money. Hmm. So basically, this if this is going to play out. So if you're adding
0: these four teams, you're saying is Amazon changes its mind?
3: Right. And I don't believe so. I don't think Amazon would look at this and say, oh boy, they got Cal and Washington.
4: Maybe Stanford, though. We're
3: at Oregon. I don't think they're going to look at those and say the Big Ten is significantly more valuable than they were before this edition. The other detail in this that Dennis Dodd didn't bring up at all
0: is Notre Dame. Well, everyone's waiting around to see what they're going to do. There's one There's school one out school there school that, that, that everyone wants.
3: Definitely adds value to whatever yeah. conference they join, and it's Notre Dame. And the Big Ten has long been believed to be the eventual the eventual landing spot because well, right, they have all their
4: eighteen Dame. schools in Indiana in the conference, anyways. Right.
3: So, if you're the Big Ten and you add four more teams, and that would take them to what twenty.
4: Do they rename it? That's the real question. No, you're the Big <laughs> Ten right, just forever. Come on! They're going to have
3: 36 teams at some point, and they're still oh, the Big Ten. God. But if you add four more teams, you can. Nothing would really stop you, but you kind of have prevented yourself from adding Notre Dame in the future.
4: So it's an either-or in your uh, mind. I don't
3: know. I don't know if they ever prevent themselves from adding that school. So you add Oregon, Washington, Cal, and Stanford. I mean, it's still then, Notre Dame. And then two years in the future, Notre Dame's interested. You're now adding Notre Dame plus... You gotta add somebody else, don't you? Or you're gonna be at an odd number of 21 or 19. I'm, I can't remember how many are in this damn conference now. But like, and that's like that's a stupid scenario. If I'm the Big Ten, I'm not doing anything until Notre Dame makes a decision because I don't believe any of those schools add significant extra value to my conference.
0: You don't think Oregon does?
3: Not when you've already got the television deal signed. They're already done They're for whatever it is, 10 years or something like that.
4: It helps take the other schools that you've poached already off an island, though, too, where there's just a, a little bit more of a set-up ecosystem where it's not always them traveling to the East Coast.
0: Nah, I don't care about that if I'm the Big Ten.
4: I do. Deal I care it. about the athletes. Nah. Where are they going to do their homework? She doesn't want twice.
0: Minnesota having to travel for a soccer game. They're, gay, all they're all the the top to of that Big Ten the West
4: right now. You know, they're creeping up on that ranking. They beat Western PJ Illinois. Fleck. Calm
3: down over there. <laughs> What was that school? Western Illinois is Western who
0: Minnesota Illinois. beat. Hey, and New Mexico you gotta, State with Tony all Sanchez. All you can do yes. is
4: beat the opponents that are put in front of you guys.
0: Well, That's they get to schedule they their Take own care opponents. Care business, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> week <laughs> they by week, schedule.
4: day by day. Day by day. Yep.
3: I just don't believe that anything happens until something happens with Notre Dame. I don't believe the Big Ten.
4: How fast is that going to happen, though? Like, where, it's not, it not going to be for a while? Oh, no. no, it's not going to be for a while. It won't they be. Can, for they can just toy with it. Everybody wants years. to take them to prom, so right. I'm going I'm right. to really consider my options.
3: Right. It's going to be multiple years, but again, great. The Big Ten doesn't lose anything if they add Oregon, Washington, Cal, and Stanford now versus adding them in five years. Right? There's no real thing that the Big Ten misses out on.
4: When does USC and them actually join us? At like, four, literally five years from now? It's not for a bit.
3: No, it's no. They're, they're just quicker. Uh, the Oklahoma-Texas one is going to take until that... 2026. Uh, USC, USC and UCLA, UCLA is, is like it,
0: two, years. Is, yeah, two years. Yeah, two years, right?
3: So it'll be a little bit quicker there. I just I have a hard time believing any of this happens without Notre Dame involved.
0: So preemptive strike, if that's, uh, if that's what you're going to do, and if you're the Pac-12, do you start looking at the San Diego States of the world?
3: So that would be my question. If you're the Pac-12, and let's say— you you get an idea that this is actually going to happen,
0: right. that the Big Ten
3: really wants to add those four schools. I don't know if there's anything the Pac-12 can actually do because oh. if, you, if you lose Oregon, Washington, Cal, and Stanford after you just lost USC and UCLA, you are, not, you are not a power conference anymore. doesn't matter what happens. And if those four were to go to the Big Ten, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah are almost certainly going to the Big 12 if they, in fact, get an invite. And so if you were to add Mountain West schools, if you were to add San Diego State, UNLV, Boise State, and Colorado State, you're still gonna lose all those schools.
0: Well, yeah, they're not going to stay for San Diego State and, and UNLV. Right. So I don't think there's anything
3: the Pac twelve can do to convince any of those schools no. to not join the Big no. Ten. I don't think that's possible. Or the Big Twelve. Right. I yeah. just do not think that's possible to tell there's nothing they can do to keep Oregon in the big or in the Pac twelve if the Big Ten offers. Right. So if you add some Mountain West schools, I don't think it matters because at the end of the day, it, let's say right now they added four Mountain West schools and then, oh, the Big Ten took four and the Big 12 comes and takes another four. Well, now you got six schools left in the Pac-12 right. and, and it's Oregon State, Washington State, yeah, the Mountain West four, with a couple of the schools yeah. and four Mountain West schools. That's yep. not a conference. That's six schools that aren't very good. So I just the Pac-12 is in a brutal spot where if the Big Ten wants their members, they're done for. They don't they don't have a way to fight back because there's nothing they can do to convince Oregon or any of those schools that they're better than the big 10 because the big 10 schools are going to be getting like 70, $80 million a year Beach. in their television deal.
4: It's like the PGA and live golf. Yeah. Of college football. Yeah.
3: It is. So I just, I think you're basically sitting in a position where you, if you're the pac 12, you can't really do anything. You just have to sit and wait and hope that the big 10 doesn't, doesn't come anybody. and poach you.
0: Right.
4: Yeah.
3: That's what you got to hope for now, like you started with, if you're the Mountain West, you could survive this. If the
0: Pac-12, well, you completely could survive implodes, it. If the Pac-12 loses everybody,
3: yeah. and you pick up a few. A few schools. Yeah, they're
4: too small not to survive. Right.
3: Yeah. And here's the thing: the adding Washington State and Oregon State, I don't think it would actually do a whole lot for the conference. Like those two schools in a Group of Five conference are just Group of Five teams. Right. Those are not power conference teams anymore. But I think the important part would be. The Pac-12 would no longer exist. You wouldn't lose yeah. any. You would be. Yeah, you're the, not going lose any schools. You'd be the Western right. Conference.
4: You'd survive, and hopefully, to have a couple of these teams take a step forward, where it could help push forward your conference in the next few years as everything realigns. Yeah.
3: So there's a chance here that the Mountain West actually survives conference alignment and is looking in pretty good shape. All right. Coming up next, hopefully. Oh no. Darren Millard joins the show. Hello, Darren. Hey, buddy. What's happening, pal, Ed? Hello, Tyler. Hi, Darren. Um, before we get into any hockey, what exactly is going on at your house with phones?
1: Uh, there's uh, some cell service issues. So we can get cell service some days, but we can't get cell service other days. So we uh, locked it into Wi-Fi calling only. Okay. It's really weird. What do what you yeah.
3: like on, like, a watering schedule? You can only water your grass two days a week, and you only get cell service three days
4: a week? 5G only on game days.
1: Cave, caves, uh, caves are expensive, and I and then we are we are very high high rolling people.
4: <laughs>
0: They're expensive, like suits. I liked your suit last night. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, did Zach Whitecloud.
1: Yeah, he he did too. He was a little surprised to see me down there. because okay. we switched roles last night? Came around the corner. Went, what are you doing here?
3: That's fair. I, I think can. that's how many times do you hear that
1: in your life. What are you doing here? <laughs> uh, uh, almost daily. Almost, almost daily, usually for my kids.
3: <laughs> All right, uh, help me out with this one because I don't have any context for how big of a deal this is. Nick Haig is supposedly skating with the Kitchener Rangers. Yeah, that makes sense. Is it weird that he had to go to Toronto to do that?
1: No, he's, he's, he's from there.
3: Yeah, yeah, but he plays for a team on the other side of a different country.
1: Yeah, no, it's totally normal. Okay. Uh, abs- absolutely uh, following the script of every other player that's that's been through this. How you find your, your, either your local junior team or where you, uh, live, if there's an option for that. And, uh, and you work out with them, uh, and, and then you go down the path of, uh, of making sure that you're in shape. So, no, absolutely 100% normal.
4: Yeah, make sure that you're still skating because ultimately you want to hope that they can get that deal done and he's able to re-implement back into that lineup as soon as possible. Darren, I think it's a perfect timing for this organization to kind of have a prove-it year, prove it that you still got it or have it in general. Who on this team, in your mind, has the most to prove this, to start this season?
1: Um, I don't know whether anybody has anything uh, to prove necessarily, Lindsay. Uh, people that, that, that want to like put something forward, uh, like Jack Eichel wants a monster year. I don't think Jack Eichel has to prove anything, but Jack Eichel wants to be uh, that guy, and he wants to make the playoffs. So there's there's his goals in in his mind that that he necessar- necessarily really wants to to reach. Uh, Phil Kessel uh, has motivation to to get back to to an important and uh, a relevant role in the National Hockey League, where he has been on the outside the, uh, the last couple of years. Uh, and a goal—they're uh, all just trying to prove themselves and uh, and be uh, be somebody that uh, uh, is worthy of being in the National Hockey League. So that it's not necessarily uh, trying to the same way that you said, like prove themselves. They're just trying to make the team and prove that they're uh, qualified to play in the National Hockey League. So uh, there are two different things, but uh, but I think the uh, motivation is is really strong and on both sides of that
0: boy i gotta erase that column from last week where i said 10 people had to prove something (laughs) (laughs) it's okay i gotta go back and erase it uh
1: paul Alt delete it shuts the whole thing down buddy
0: paul cotter front page of the review journalist this morning he's got something to prove uh does he have something to prove or is he on the opening night roster uh
1: I still think that uh, he he's got uh, some ways to go to be on the opening night roster. Like you have to beat people out, and as he he's been a great story, and I can't get enough of him, and uh, I love being able to to talk to him because he's one uh, uh, a really fantastic uh, uh, personality. And the other one is he's he's put forward an incredible effort so far in training camp, but uh, you. You've been around this long enough that that uh, you have to go up and far beyond what anybody else is doing. That that's already established on the roster. So uh, there's there's still some some I think uh, work to do on that. Has he put himself into a position already where he would be a first uh, recall? Yeah, he definitely put himself in in that mix, uh, both because he's he's scoring, but uh, there's a bit of sandpaper in Paul's game. Uh, he, he's physical uh, in, in a league that's not that physical anymore, uh, and he's always around the puck. You saw that on the uh, uh, the one goal last night where he tipped it over because of his forecheck. Uh, that that uh, showed uh, a real engagement in it. So uh, I I still hesitate to say that he's. Uh, uh, on the opening night roster, but boy, oh boy, has, uh, has he put himself in the position, uh, more so than last year when he played seven games, to, to be right in the mix.
3: So you would say Paul Cotter has something to prove?
1: Uh, Paul Cotter is trying to make a hockey team. Uh, I guess he's trying to prove it to the coaches. Yep, there you I, don't go. Know whether I don't know whether he's trying to prove anything to, to you or I. Uh, Paul Cotter but, doesn't
3: know who I am, Darren. It's okay.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, that's okay. That's okay. He just knows that uh, you're, you're the other guy with Ed. I listen to that show with Ed Graney and the other guy.
4: <laughs> uh, chemistry and familiarity often fall under the same expanded dictionary definition. It's assumed that the misfit line is going to be broken up, but Stone and Stevenson are kind of still a package deal, at least in my mind. Who would you slot in at the other wing, or who would you, or would you reimagine this lineup completely?
1: Uh, no, I, I like what they've done. They're trying out the uh, the... the Lines uh, with with different personnel. Uh, Stone and Stevenson certainly had uh, had that uh, that it factor, that that chemistry factor. Uh, but you do need uh, you do need a finisher. Uh, Pacioretty was that guy before. Uh, so who do you replace him with as a, as almost a, a pure shooter? And the guy that, that falls into it is is a Jonathan March, so who's led this team in. In goals a couple of times, so uh, I think that's the logical choice uh, that that we've seen from from this. Uh, we'll see how much uh, they they actually gel and and, and connect. That because it was instantaneous when Stone and Pachirati were uh, joined by uh, Stevenson a couple of years ago. So it, it might be a little bit of a work in progress, but I think the logical if you're if you're looking at a pure finisher. Uh, for those two guys, uh, there's there's no other choice other than than Jonathan Marsh. So he's at the front of the line, and then there's there's a gap with those those behind him.
0: We asked this earlier in the show about the uh, the goalies. Is this really a competition?
1: Yeah, Do you think so? Yeah, absolutely. And I and, I, and I'll go uh, a little step further and say it's a three person competition. Uh, Michael Hutchinson uh, was brought in before uh, Aiden Hill was acquired. Uh, so there's, uh, there's that, that, uh, that he was already, uh, he, he, he had uh, tenure, whether it was a month uh, or, or not. But <laughs> he hadn't played the game. But uh, they, they, they thought enough of him to, 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 to grab him uh, via free agency. So I think, I think it's, uh, he's got the most experience on the team. He's never been able to lock down a number one job. But uh, that's sort of in the same sense of, uh, of, of Hill, who's pushing in that regard. And, and Logan Thompson who's who's making uh, his best effort uh, to do that so uh, at different stages of their career they've all been in in this position of uh, Logan Thompson almost and now that it's it's an open job uh, I, I think all three of them uh, have the uh, ability to, to put themselves uh, in that mix and this organization that's that isn't going to be picky about its goaltending. Uh, if, if you're playing great and you're winning hockey games, uh, I think you'll be the guy. So, uh, yeah, I think it's it's a, it's a wide-open job. Uh, Logan's performance so far in, in his game and a half and in letting in one goal has been great. Uh, we, we haven't seen much pressure on the goaltenders because they've been so strong defensively. Uh, you'll probably see a little bit more push from the opposition next week when, when lineups get... Uh, Paired down to more National Hockey League level uh, lineups, but uh, it, Logan has ten uh, the the uh, experience from last year. Uh, Bruce Cassidy said it, it's his job to, to lose, but uh, but I think it's it's a, it's a short rope there.
3: All right, be honest with us. How many players? I there? always
1: lie to you. Yeah, you do. Uh, difficult it's going to be to be honest with you. You
3: started this saying nobody has anything to prove, and then you've talked for 10 minutes about how three goalies have something to prove. But be honest with us. They have motivation.
1: Us. They have motivation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Motivation. Semantics.
3: Um, how many players in the Colorado Avalanche lineup last night had you heard of?
1: Um, without having that lineup right in front of me right now, Probably eight or nine.
3: All right. That's, oh, wow, I, that's Both a lot, centers. but it also is not a lot given that you know you cover hockey. I was thinking from a National
1: Hockey League right. perspective, i probably heard more than that. Uh, I like heard of, heard of. I <laughs> uh, definitely heard more than that, but uh, but it was uh, it was a lineup. It was an experienced lineup.
4: Zooming out a little bit here, Darren, how do you feel that they're going to stack up against other Pacific Division opponents? Because the Kings are going to be good. They add Kevin Fiala, who's going to definitely add some scoring on already young and fast. Lineup Flames did a great job replacing all the talent that they lost. And the Oilers, While they're the Oilers. I'm kind of looking at them in Vancouver, and I'm thinking, well, the Golden Knights still swimming faster than the Vancouver Canucks of the world. What say you?
1: Uh, I think uh, you've got Edmonton and Calgary uh, and Vegas as no-brainers. Uh, coming into the season. I want to see what L.A. can do. Uh, taking a big step last year was impressive. Do you continue that? Is that, uh, as they say, uh, linear uh, progress uh, upwards? Or do you take a big step and then you flatten out for a little bit? Uh, I, I, I'm, I want to see what L.A. can can build on, on, on last year. And uh, then you've got Vancouver, who's a mystery to me. In, in a lot of regards. Great second half under Bruce. Does that continue? Uh, does, uh, does that uh, team that uh, still has a couple of uh, contract issues to work out uh, maintain its push, or do they fall back into the team that was uh, the, the club that, that forced the coaching change in the, in the, uh, in the early going of, of last year? So uh, they're, they're, uh, they're my big question mark. But uh, but when it comes to the Pacific, I think I think Edmonton uh, is the surest uh, bet. Uh, I love Vegas. I, I think that they will overcome any uh, questions in goaltending. Uh, and Vancouver or uh, Calgary, uh, let's see how they gel. They got a lot of new pieces in there, and that's difficult uh, putting all those. We saw it a couple of years ago when they, when the Calgary boys came over, uh, or the Vancouver boys came over, Canada and, and Mark Trump. Uh that's, uh that's a difficult challenge to, to blend in. So let's see how they uh, all fit together.
3: All right, Darren. I'm glad your phone worked for 15 minutes for us. I appreciate
1: that. You're, uh, the good thing is um, that, uh, that you and I's relationship has maintained uh, the same status. The bad news is you've dropped a number three on my uh, value <laughs> friend list on this, uh, this show.
3: I'm just assumed I'm always last. Well, Danny's in the room, too, so that means you're putting me ahead of Danny. But Danny but, didn't ask any questions. Okay.
2: Danny, asked him, <laughs> but, ask him but, how he's but, doing real quick. How are you doing, Darren? All right. Now I'm last. Yes, so now he's really fine.
1: Danny and I already caught up. We had a great little catch-up before when he phoned early, and we always have a great exchange. So uh, he, he, he's right there uh, with that. Oh, look at that. All right.
0: Good job. Yeah.
3: You're not getting invited to any lunches, Danny. Don't get your hopes up. All right, Darren. I appreciate it, buddy. So there's Darren Millard. uh, I'm on the VGK Insider Show over on Fox Sports Las Vegas. But now we got Eddie Vedder tickets to give away. Eddie Vedder, the lead singer of Pearl Jam, is coming to Dolby Live at Park MGM on Friday, October 7th. And you can win two tickets from us right now. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. If you want to go see Eddie Vedder at Park MGM in October, be caller number 8 at 702-364-1100. That is 702-364-1100.
0: It's the Press Box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas. All
3: right. I need, um, hopefully you guys have some answers for me. Can anybody in this room explain to me why the Weather Channel sends meteorologists to stand in hurricanes?
4: I think it's so badass, but the liability insurance—could you imagine?
0: Yeah, I think if you grew up to be one of those uh, men or women, like this is your ultimate. Man. Right? Don't yeah. you want to be in in the eye of the storm? Volunteer
4: if you... is tribute. Yeah, for sure. exactly. You and went
0: to all the you went to all the schooling for that. Yeah. I can't stop watching it.
3: Right, yeah, you day. want someone. You want them to be blown over. They're saying the same thing over and over for hours, but I can't stop watching it because Jim Cantore literally oh, almost got blown stuff, down though. the street. Yeah, he, he loves got hit by a stuff.
4: huge branch. Yeah, yeah. I just think about I'm like, what if a light pole just dislodges and just like well, impales? Where I'm, was, like, just well, terrifying. The
3: corner he was standing at, the stop sign got yeah. blown straight and over. And you just but he see loves him, that
4: stuff. on. It's like you're in a yeah. wind tunnel. Yeah. Yeah, but the but, baseball helmets are hilarious. Like, of all the helmets to choose, I get oh, it. You, have the, you don't yes. want to have, like, a mask in front of it. I you think know? that's
3: my favorite thing, that they went yeah. to Dick's Sporting yeah. Goods. Little League Baseball on their sponsored way this coverage. And was like, what? oh, we need the little batting helmet. Let's throw that on.
2: That's my favorite thing. That they're like, yeah, yeah,
3: how do we protect our heads? Ah, you yeah. know what they wear in baseball? We got those.
2: My favorite thing is that uh, some of the reporters, and apparently this is, like, a well-known thing among reporters who go out in all types of weather like that, they use condoms to cover up yes, the they microphones. Use condoms
0: to cover the microphones. Yeah. Yes, I did Genius. not know that, and yes.
2: people are like going crazy. There's a reporter about that. last
0: night who explained why. Yeah, and she was very adamant about. Yes, yes, you're seeing it right. This is a condom. <laughs> yeah. She goes, and I've covered my microphone. But who was the first person that was like, you know what, we can do, we can send
3: a camera, and Jim Cantore. To go stand in the. Probably Jim Cantore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
4: Can you imagine the angles? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He
0: loves that stuff.
4: Yeah, he Uh, has like his own code too. Like he's said in the past that if he wears black on a broadcast, that there's like a high likelihood for mass death and stuff, and that's what happened earlier this week. Like there's this whole thing. Like they (laughs) what? They they worship him down there. Like literally, because this obviously happens all the time. They're like, we listen to him, and the Waffle Houses. Like FEMA goes in based off of if Waffle House is closed or not. Waffle House doesn't
3: close doesn't we need waffle houses but also
4: it's terrifying i
3: had a friend who was in atlanta when georgia had like a massive (laughs) snowstorm uh yeah jared just walked by Uh, (laughs) but atlanta had like a massive snowstorm and people literally couldn't drive and one of my friends stayed at a waffle house for like 48 hours because it never closes yeah it's like that's where he could get to and it was open
4: i've been stuck in worse places
3: yeah, oh the Hashi
4: bees are unmatched. Yeah, they got great oh,
3: food. God, Ed over here went to a Waffle House once and didn't get a waffle. What? <laughs> no. Right?
4: Sacrilegious. No,
0: I didn't. I didn't. Wait, did you uh, get a burger in, in Albuquerque?
4: What? Did you say you no. get a
0: burger? Uh, I believe. No, it wouldn't have been a burger. It'd have been either. It'd have been either like bacon and eggs or a chicken sandwich. Oh man, oh. I forget which one, but it was in Albuquerque. <sighs> I know. I know. you'll be happy though at the titans game last sunday had a waffle
4: I, I don't I don't us. need
0: you to just eat waffles, <laughs> but you went to Waffle House and didn't have a waffle.
3: I'm not worried about your lack of waffle intake. Get that quota up. Which is if you're going to go to Waffle House, eat a waffle. Which is what you got to do there. What, you had waffles in the press
0: box? Yeah. Well, it was an early game. They usually have breakfast kind of like an Allegiant. You have kind of like breakfast at early games. Were
3: they good waffles? Because like UNLV had waffles at one of their football games this year, and they were not good waffles. I'm
0: not an expert enough to know if it was good or not. Threw a little was it syrup soggy? on there. No, threw some syrup on there. it's pretty it's pretty sturdy. Okay, it's pretty sturdy.
4: That's that's how I measure yeah. it. Just throw an ego in a, in a toaster <laughs> a couple minutes on each side, drown it. It's the best.
3: I did want to tell you watching the Jim Cantore video it did remind me of one of the two times in my life I almost died. Um, so the stop sign got knocked over here. Uh, one time, where was I? Oh, I was in I was with my sister in Savannah, Georgia. We're going to a restaurant. And we are walking into the restaurant along the sidewalk by the restaurant, and a car parking in a handicap spot pulled in too far too fast and hit the little handicap sign, and it came flying down to the ground about six inches away from me.
4: Fly swatter style. Would have
3: like decapitated little impalement. Me. Yeah. 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 Like would have died from this person hitting the handicap sign while parking. So that's almost happened to Jim Kennedy. Well,
0: when's the other time?
3: Uh, was in was uh, at my grandparents' house. Uh, he had a tractor, and me and my oh, three siblings. Na- that, the, preface of that is, the preface <laughs> of that, is,
0: so you can stop right there.
3: You don't even tell, need to tell us the story. Me and my three siblings were sitting in the bucket, and he was driving down a hill, and we hit a bump, and I went out of the bucket. You flew out. No
4: baseball helmet wearing uh, I did not have a baseball
3: no. helmet on. Onto the ground, and then we're on a hill. And the, what I remember is my older brother yelling at my grandfather, stop, and my grandfather yelling back, I can't, <laughs> while I'm on the ground in front of the tractor. Yes. And all I, I just I just tried to roll myself out of the path of the tractor. I didn't wow. get hit. But yeah.
2: Those are great times, huh?
3: Those are probably the two times I've I've almost died. Almost died? Yeah. And wow. I and here's the thing I probably fell from at least ten feet high. I don't I wasn't like hurt at all from the fall.
0: What'd you fall on?